Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Weekend Marriages, Joanna Seidel, she's a therapist and clinical director for the for Toronto Family Therapy. She's here with us today uh, as a guest on The Roy Green Show. Joanna, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me on your show. Nice to meet you, and I hope you're enjoying the day. So I guess many questions here, uh, uh, Joanna, and and I'm looking at an article uh, uh, that was uh, published uh, fairly recently, Married But Living Apart, question mark, is the the title, Canadian Experts Weighing In on Japan's Separation Marriage Trend. It sounds to me a little like an oxymoron, Joanna, separation marriage. Can uh, Can you give us a bit of an overview for our listeners? So it's not really a trend that has, you know, come up in my clinical practice. Um, and it's not really a trend I'm hearing, you know, people, you, you know, make that arrangement with their marriages in Toronto. But apparently this is happening in Japan where people live independently and separately in two separate residences and then come together on the weekend, like a weekend marriage and spend quality time together and share their weekends together. And they're still very much in love, but like that individual separation of living apart. Yeah. I mean, I mean, on a, on a certain level, I suppose it sounds uh, super, super convenient, but from my perspective kind of lacks a commitment that is kind of, isn't it kind of the, the, the root of what a marriage is, is about? I was going to say supposed to be, but that's way too prescriptive uh, for me, if, if, if you know what I mean. Any, any thoughts on that, the convenience over the commitment? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that it, you know, it sounds like, a li- you know, we need to think outside the box a little bit. Mm. Um, but it does sound like a dating relationship, right? right. It doesn't really sound like a marriage. Um, when you're not living together and spending your lives together. Um, now, of course, everybody's marriage have, has different arrangements. And there are people who work very hard during the week and travel for work all the time and, you know, can barely see each other until they reunite on the weekend. So there's like circumstances that make their marriage like a weekend marriage. Um but I think the way that, you know, the trend coming from Japan, it sounds a little bit like a dating relationship. Yeah, it sounds very efficient. It sounds, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's utilitarian, you know, let's, 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 get the most, let's get the most for our money here. And uh, I think I'm good four nights out of the week, but you and I can hang out on the three. Maybe that's way too cynical. But, but I think for me, um, Joanna, one of the things that it does raise is this idea of space in a marriage. And I wonder if you could mm-hmm. talk about that as a therapist. You know, I, I, you, know you must see a lot of uh, uh, troubled uh, uh, people that are trying, 
that are trying to make marriages work, relationships work. They they can be hard. And, and yet a lot of us have sort of been told, you know, through popular culture and lifestyle advertising, they're supposed to be easy, right? So I wonder if you could talk about that 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 healthy space. Yeah, so I think a key to a healthy marriage is to have, you know, a, an appropriate amount of autonomy and closeness, right? It's all about balance, right? Mm. So, you know, when you're married, it's it's great to have quality time together and be together and have closeness and togetherness, but it's also okay to individuate a little bit and lead your own life, right? And have some independence. And I think that's what people are striving for, but I think you can do that while staying in a committed relationship underneath one roof. Right. And I think, uh, you know, the separation marriage, I, I think for Canadians would, would pose many challenges, right. Um, number one being the financial, you know, commitment or the financial strain of living in two separate residences and also right. many Canadians who are married, have families and children. And how are they going to do that living apart? Yeah, I wonder. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I wonder. Hmm, I wonder if it is about, to some degree, expectations and just, and and of course, crossing cultural, uh, sort of crossing over cultural bridges. It seems to me. I remember I've I've worked in international development for many years as a consultant and spent a fair bit of time in Southeast Asia. And I remember talking about you know my dad going into a long term care facility with a friend of mine from Cambodia, and he was you know, visibly upset. I mean, I think he was annoyed with me. Well, how could you do that? Why would you do that? You know, I mean, it just wasn't something that they thought about or talked about in, in Cambodian culture. And he thought it was appalling in ours. And yet it's kind of an expectation of all of us. So I wonder, can you talk a little bit about that cross-cultural uh, sensitivity or lack thereof? Can you be, just be more specific around that question? Well, is it is it just is it just a, a cultural phenomenon that that you say you're not seeing it very very much coming up in your practice, or 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 is this sort of are we going to become free market capitalists about our relationships as well? If you know what I mean, yeah, it's all well, you know, I'm it's all about sure. efficiency and 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 being yeah, you know, um, careful. Well, I, I suppose you have to look at demographics through the different right. cultures, right? Like that strikes me as something I haven't researched or investigated that, you know, that children, you know, that Japan, people in Japan aren't having as many children as Canadians, right? That they, that their birth rate is lower. Um, and when we talked about the weekend marriage and when I did read up a bit, a little bit about it, I think the people in Japan were a little bit older, right? Maybe past okay, that yep. stage. And that was kind of the stage of life they were at when having weekend marriages. Um, so I think there are, are cultural differences. Um, I just haven't investigated them, but I yeah. think demographics would certainly play a role. I guess too, as I was just listening to you, to, to your response, which is super helpful. I, I think, I think I wonder maybe, you know, in rooted in that question is another question is, is this eventually you know, this trend, small T, is it eventually going to be coming here? You know, it's just to, you know, yeah. we can't, you know what I mean? We can't sort of uh, uh, deny this as a thing, uh, you know, global, one of the effects of globalization, we, we now have the information, you kind of can't go back. Well, I think, you know, what I, I'm not seeing the trend here, right? I'm not yeah, seeing right. people stay married 
purposely, intentionally, and live in two separate houses. Um, as I, and as I've mentioned before, I think a number of circumstances lead to that kind of arrangement, like, you know, like somebody who travels extensively for work right. and then comes back to their family on the weekend. Um, but what I am seeing, which is such an interesting model, is the blended family, you know, the separated families, and then when they repartner, instead of blending a family and all live together under the same roof, they raise their family independently on their parenting schedule, but then live with their partner 50% of the time when their children aren't with them. And I've seen that trend come up a lot in my practice. Um, with the plan of eventually living together and getting married when their kids are off to university and become adults. So that's an interesting, you know, relationship dynamic that I am seeing. Yeah. And I guess obviously it would be a little bit different for parents, of course, with kids and how do, how do we manage that? And, but it's, it's interesting you say you're seeing, you're seeing more of it because in a way, I mean, isn't, isn't that a, well, I guess you'd call it a separation relationship at that point, right? The marriage the original marriage has, has, has dissolved, and the hope so is a, a new marriage, but eventually, once we get through this phase in life. Exactly. So I'm seeing that as a common, you know, structure in, you know, second relationship. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.